Welcome to Bad Movie Brunch. I'm Luke. I'm Katie. And I'm Taylor. And the good news about 2021 is we kind of get to watch new movies um, via HBO Max, unless you live in like lawless states where COVID doesn't exist and you can watch it in a theater. But we don't live in one of those. We live in California and we get to watch mm-hmm. it on HBO Max with a subscription. No extra co- no extra cost to us. Wahaha. And uh, this week was Tom and Jerry is a brand spanking new release. This is the second time we've done this because we did Wonder Woman mm-hmm. 84 too. But not, not like literally on the day, like the weekend of release. Am I coming for HBO just in general? You're coming for WB technically. Okay. Mm. But it's on HBO. Yeah, but HBO Max has a huge deal with WB. That's why Snyder Cut and all okay. those are like exclusives there. This These is are funny. all WB is like we'll release our whole slate on the HBO Max. Okay, because I'm like last week was HBO, um, wasn't Wonder Woman HBO? Yeah, HBO owns a lot, doesn't it? Um, HBO is just it's it's a big it's always been a big staple in TV and uh, now it's it's got a huge shot in the arm to stand shoulder to shoulder with streaming services since it uh got in bed with warner brothers because i mean look at what we're sitting here talking about tom and jerry which i wouldn't have paid to see in a theater but with hbo max and us sitting here during a pandemic i watched it Mm -hmm. and those views matter and get them even more dough and this is free publicity for tom and jerry this whole episode really because i liked it yeah you liked it I did, actually. I mean, you got to take it in context, right? Do I think oh, this yeah. movie needed to be made? No. But I think that making a film like this is really difficult. Like, I think that it's a big lift. And I ended up enjoying it way more than I thought I was going to. Uh, I liked it as well. I had some, like, woo! The conventions got to, got under my nose a little bit. A little too mm-hmm. much. I'm like, mmm, stinky. Yeah, um, dog poop. Am I right? He, oh, but there was some. The first like forty minutes were just enjoyable. There was like mm-hmm. straight up comedy that I'm like, this is Goonie, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Katie, as the resident animation uh, guru, do you go do you go deep with Tom and Jerry? Do you have fondness for the IP? I do have fondness for the IP. I, I think that it, it's very classic. And I like how simple it is, yet very effective. There's a lot of situations you can put those characters in. And uh, I love that they're created by Hanna-Barbera. And that's what oh, propelled yeah. them to be able to open their studio, Hanna-Barbera Studios. So we wouldn't have Scoob without Tom and Jerry. So they're Whoa. very OG, very classic. And uh, I, I like them. Yeah, I think they're a good time. Also, it's interesting to compare this to the 90s movie. Because uh, one thing in particular, they don't talk in this movie, at least not a lot. Um, Tom has a shoulder devil and shoulder angel who do talk. Love but, it. And he Put does the sing dick at some down, point. Boy. But him, I, I do think they made the conscious choice not to have Tom or Jerry speak. And I think that might have been inspired in part to the 90s version, which is very surreal. And if you haven't watched it, I would recommend it just because I know a nothing of this. Piece. Oh man, uh, um, so that that Tom and Jerry movie from the '90s, it was a theatrical release, and it's the two of them. They get left behind during a move, and uh, they have to find out how to live on these mean streets. 
and they end up befriending story. an orphan, and it it gets real squirrely, you guys. Is it like, live really action like this? Uh, it's not live action. It's all animated. Um, but I, I think it's interesting to compare the two because that's the last theatrical Tom and Jerry release. Sure. And and it really did. It does differ quite a bit. I think both are enjoyable in their own ways. I do think this is the stronger one overall. Like just in terms of. Uh, this is something you could probably watch with your family, whereas that Tom and Jerry is just really surreal. I would recommend it uh, watching it high. Uh, I think yeah. that that's something great, well, or I'll with do. small children. Uh, <laughs> but maybe no not both way. at the same time. Do they talk in that movie? No, oh, they sure do. They talk yeah. in oh, that's what. Oh. That, oh. Because I never knew them to talk in the in the classic ones. That w- There's this. Go ahead, Katie. There's a bummer episode of Tom and Jerry where at the end it's implied that they commit suicide. Jesus. <laughs> do, you, do you guys remember that one? It, it's like um, Tom gets broke and trying to impress this lady cat. And then nice. at the end, Jerry finds out that his lady love has run off with a different mouse as well. And they both wait at the train track. Uh, ready to get hit by a train Love it. and Classic. that one all had narration in it but i do think it's very rare for these characters to have to have voices i did like um one creative thing that i thought was very cool about this movie so tim story directed it he's a black director and i think he made the conscious decision to have these characters uh the other characters who do speak have uh be voiced by black voice actors and i think that adds something really cool to the property and to the film that I didn't expect, I was just very pleasantly surprised by that. Because I do think, just because, I, I think that the whiteness has often been such a default in, in movie making to begin with. But, but like, with, with voice acting especially, and with this property that's, like, from the 40s, to, like, give it a different perspective, I think, is a really cool and interesting choice. You are blowing my melon on so many things. Uh, <laughs> did not know that. Um... But this actually leads into the only gripe that I had with the movie that I'll just get out of the way. I Mm -hmm. don't know why I'm holding on to it so much, but I did not like when Tom sang. It threw me off. I said it didn't make it. I I felt like that was the one thing that I was like, we're in a I'm in a world where Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can believe that Tom talks with his angel and his devil. Like I can Mm -hmm. I can see that. And I also know that it's probably very hard to tell a story when your main characters don't speak. Um, mm-hmm. And then, but when he started singing, I was like, well, if he can sing, why can't he do everything else? And, he, and everybody I agree. can hear him. That was yeah, the only I part. And I, and I felt like that was the only time where I was like, I don't even know why he needed to get the cat's attention. Like the cat could just listen to the music and all this. Mm-hmm. And Luke was like, this isn't that big of a deal. But in my opinion, I was like, I felt like it broke all of the rules that were set up for not a, a, a big enough reason. Because I'm like, the him contemplating what he should do, yes, believe it. I love it. But the singing, I was like, I this was just to get the plot further along, not because like Tom is a grand singer and we're we, now he becomes a, 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 a movie star because of it. Mm-hmm. That was my only thing, but the rest of this, oh, there's so much about this, uh, the writing that just brought me such joy. I, I thought, uh, but yes, that's, I guess I'll start there. Yeah. So the, the, the writing, 
the writing is very interesting. Also, Tim's story, we've covered a, another Tim story movie on this before, My Beloved Taxi, starring Queen Latifah, uh, which we found out actually doesn't hold up, but, like, in my... I still have such nostalgia for that movie. And this was written by um, Kevin Costello, who wrote the Briggs, who wrote Brigsby Bear back in 2017, and which was my favorite movie of that year. And mm. I think he does excellent... I think he makes some excellent choices in this film. I like that all the animals are these uh, CG, are, are CG but made to look in the in the traditional style of uh, 2D animation. I think that's really smart. So it's not just Tom and Jerry and some cats. It's all the animals all the time. That's very solid. I think um, having a, a roustabout uh, woman as the person that teams up with uh, Tom uh, is, is an interesting choice, played by Chloe Grace Mortez. <laughs> I, I like that it's a, it's a diverse cast. I think that there's something to be said. I didn't expect this, but I think that there's a racial element to this, not just in casting the, uh, the black voice actors in some of the animal roles, but also that you have Kellen uh, Jost marrying an Indian woman, and he clearly is going over the top because of their cultural differences. And I thought that was very interesting. The movie didn't delve too deeply into it, but I thought that that might be relatable for some people. Um, and and just how they... I, I think that that might have been inspired by uh, Kevin Jonas. Yes, and, uh, yes. his wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was waiting for you to mention that. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. it. Oh, I thought as soon as they, like, walked in, I was like, oh, this is Nick Jonas. Uh, mm-hmm. And his wife, and and then I was like, and then it just kept getting better and better. And I feel like that the other strong choice that they made in this movie that I love to see is when they like, they clearly were just like making, not making fun of pop culture, but they were like, there were certainly some things that were like, we're gonna hit it right on the nose, and you're gonna laugh about it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what's the the opening joke with the Joker that you loved? They had a fucking droopy dog on a subway <laughs> movie poster, uh, mm-hmm. like like that, but it looked like Joaquin's Joker movie poster. It said, "Put on a happy face," and I was like, "This is the best movie I've ever seen." Yeah, and I just felt like it just kept going. It's a what, lot of a lot of jokes there for people that like 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 it's kind of like Scoob too. Like, there's the gloves are off. Like in terms of like Easter eggs, like. This isn't Stan Lee's on the beach in X-Men in 2000. Like, you know what I mean? In the background. Like, they're going to drop every deep cut fucking Easter egg right on right on your skull because they know some fan on the internet is going to love that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I definitely feel like they play into, like, we know that this IP is also old where it's like, so what audience are we actually getting? And so I'm like, I feel like there's a lot for people our age. Well, and I think it's a good time for Katie to summarize it because at its core, this movie could be anything also. Like, it really doesn't have, like, the Tom and Jerry-ness of it is is circumstantial and you could plug it in or, or hack it out. And the movie's about this girl working at this hotel and what's going on around him. Like, the, I, I honestly believe that. What do you think, Katie? Yeah, I, I do think that, that the things don't mesh super well together. Um, but I, I mean, I, and I do think the points where it's just Tom and Jerry are stronger but I, I didn't mind watching uh, Chloe Grace Mortez. I thought she was no, pretty charming she's in having this a role. good-ass time. Like, having a good-ass mm-hmm. time, which made me really happy. Mm-hmm. Katie, will you, will you give us a, a, a summary of this, of this super silly but super enjoyable plot? Oh, of course. 
So Tom and Jerry are looking for places to live in New York City, and they set their sights on this very posh hotel. And during this time, there's a young woman who is a bit aimless, isn't quite sure what she wants to do with her life, and she ends up conning her way into being temporarily hired for a big weekend event, which is essentially the marriage between these two very high-profile stars, which, again, I believe are supposed to be Nick Jonas and his wife. And it's just about their, like, Tom and Jerry collide with this girl they the the hotel finds out that Jerry is there and they don't want a mouse to freak everyone out so that that it will just like ruin this kind of big occasion and so Chloe Grace Mortez's character Kayla decides to team up with Tom to capture Jerry and it seems like they do at some point and Chloe Grace Mortez thinks that she's finally getting a hang of like the hospitality business but naturally uh at the big climactic moment when the wedding does happen Jerry comes back and he's very upset and uh him and Tom fight around and destroy everything in their path and the couple gets upset and Kayla is exposed as a con artist essentially but she manages to uh use her gumption to put on a more toned down wedding that the uh the bride-to-be wanted anyway and everyone ends up uh, coming together. Tom and Jerry work together to, to help make it all happen. And happily ever after. And Kayla is eventually hired on at the hotel in a different capacity. There's... I think I touched on the main parts. Yeah. So, so tight. And it's like you did coverage. And it, but it's, but it like, even that, I'm like, there's so much in this plot. It's pretty fucking mm-hmm. long. It's not 90 minutes. Like, it's at least 145, no. if not pushing two hours. It's pretty fucking long. Well, and they have to because I'm like, even what Katie said, I was like, then there's like the bartender and Kayla's story together. And then there's mm-hmm. also like I forget all her about him. Terrence, um, who uh, mm-hmm. I should have looked up that actor's name, but I thought he oh, was. Oh, Michael Pena. Oh, oh, hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, and, and like him getting fired and then him being revenge and also the blind cat bit with the mm-hmm. break dancing. I'm like, He's just a regular cat playing a piano. Like um <laughs> That was a good line. Um my question is my question is uh who do we know the name of the actor uh, uh that was playing like the bellhop? Like uh cuz she was oh, like oh, stealing joy. scenes. Joy Patsy was Ferran. Dude stealing scenes, crushing shit coming up from behind oh and also um the chef what's his name uh i know i'm asking I don't know. you you don't remember from the hangover no oh ken john oh, yeah. it's so funny you're like naming like a listers and you're like I, oh i wish i would have looked up that like michael Pena and shit like I ken really john bad at names. <laughs> so i could funny. look it up and i you could tell me over There's and over stars again. i know that i know they're stars priyanka chopra Guys, just so you know. You're mean. You're <laughs> mean. This is mean. <laughs> Anywho, KT, I guess Luke will not be talking the rest of the What does that mean? Why? You're getting kicked off. Um, But I thought, like, even the side character of him and then his brother, like, they, his brother is afraid of mice. Classic. and he see, And that's also why we got to get the um, mouse out of the... Uh, hotel because his, mm-hmm. he won't work and he's the a michelin star uh cook which was just and he's like his brother 
is a big ginger man was so silly. Mm-hmm. So silly. I I love I I love that um like how everything went like cyclical in the industry where it was a marvel to get like 2D animation and Technicolor and all that stuff like on the same thing with like like real life actors and then we got to the stage where we were doing Scooby Doo and like that Rocky and Bullwinkle movie where it's like that cringy CGI um, mm-hmm. because we just thought it was the future and now we've circled <laughs> back around with stuff like I feel like Into the Spider Verse was like this is actually innovative as fuck but it looks like comics too right and I'm like yeah mm-hmm. and like this is like like you said like it. It is meant to emulate that old animation, but it's like stunning new animation. I like that we've gotten back to that because it really works. And all the other characters, aside from Tom and Jerry, are 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 at the very least. If you can put this movie on mute, it's pretty to look at. That I like mm. the movie, and I think it clips like a motherfucker in terms of like script and and um, all the all the big name actors having a good time. But um, yeah, it's just oh, top to bottom. I find things that I, I enjoy about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 like, like, again, at some point we had talked about, like, the death of the family movie, and I do think that we're now, like, since I've made that comment, we're living through a bit of a resurgence <laughs> They're of like, the what'd you fucking movie. say? You pessimistic <laughs> fuck. Yeah, and, I, and I, I couldn't be more happy to be wrong. Like, like, I'm glad we're bringing these pictures back, and I... Uh, um, I remember getting the text that this is what we were going to watch. And at first I was like, ah, oh, man, I don't know about that. But it upon watching it, I was, I was genuinely delighted. Like, yeah. throughout it. I was like, oh, it looks cool. It, uh, I like that, um, again, a lot of the choices with the voice actors. And it's just weird. It's, it, this also, to me, has kind of a, um, a space jam weirdness to it. Which yes, is like, that's yes, exactly what Taylor why. said. <laughs> yes, I yeah. agree. It's a weird movie, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, Katie, that's exactly, it's literally, I was like, this feels like Space Jam, and it's, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's just kind of like, they're so, like, just like in Space Jam, where it's like, it's so messy, uh, mm-hmm. a, a, like a hot mess of a plot, but hilarious, and also willing to acknowledge, instead of like, um, Bugs Bunny, and, um, uh, I can't, Daffy, Lola. The main guy, uh, Daffy, Daffy, oh. no, Daffy Duck. Uh, I thought I mentioned the other one. No, leave me alone. I'm never going to forget anyone's name ever again. Um, but I feel like they're the ones that are making fun of the plot in itself. And instead, it's all of like, it's Chloe. It's um, what well, Colin, Colin is his name. Colin Jost. Colin Jost. And yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like they're willing to be like, they play the game where they're like, we know this is kind of silly. This is pretty silly. And they're like, but don't, we know it's silly, okay? The writing's funny. Like, it's not like they probably weren't having fun. Like, you get you get a bunch of decent-sized names, too. I'm with you. Like, a bunch of decent-sized names. Hey, you guys, have, you guys have to stay in New York and shoot this movie. And this is, like, probably, assumedly, back when we could be, you know, in contact with people and it wasn't terrifying that we were going to get a virus. So, like, mm-hmm. this is, I feel like this is an easy yes as an actor to get a paycheck. And also, like, when you read this Tom and Jerry script and you do the same thing that we did, where you're probably like, oh, fuck. And then you read it, like, oh my God, this is like, they took, they didn't just pick someone. They picked a writer, like Katie mentioned, that has like quirky, funny shit under their belt. And then you make this quirky and funny. Like, I was legitimately laughing at a lot of the lines. This is punchline heavy. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's, it's a movie that, 
is right in that family section. You're right. It serves for the for the grown up that had that knows the IP and a kid who probably does not know the IP whatsoever at this point could walk into this and when theaters were a thing could walk into that and that's you killed a Saturday with an enjoyable flick. Like I, I think this is good stuff and I'm happy it's there. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. I will say though that like uh, Looney Tunes does a thing where like yeah it's pretty like hardcore uh, in the in the violence but it's a little sillier. This I feel like this like. It gave me anxiety when they just beat the living fuck out of each other. I know I'm like, you guys were just friends. Don't do this again. Like, really? and, oh my god, they were beating the shit out of each other. I think that's part of the reason this IP doesn't age for for shit. And you have to build mm-hmm. this other hotel story movie, uh, is because like the like Itchy and Scratchy is a parody on The Simpsons, but it's not the reason it plays so well is because it's not that far off. Like they are just fucking murdering each other. Like, and 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 I know what happens in every kind of cartoon that's classic ever, but. Oh boy, I don't know how well that like how, how what parent in 2021 wants their kid to watch fucking somebody fucking break a piano like a keyboard over a cat's head like what what happened well, you know maybe I'm just being crazy maybe I'm being crazy you know what was making me nervous was all the destruction of the hotel and I know that that's that's supposed to, like that's just how you're supposed to feel like this is where the conflict is they the two of them are a tiny vile uh, big ball of violence violence tornado. And they ruin everything in their path. That's just part of what comes with the property. But, like, boy, howdy, did it make me nervous. Just like, oh, it's so nice, and now it's destroyed. But um, overall, though, I do think that, to me, that that was the... Because they did make a great use of the big ball of violence throughout this to kind of, like, make it a little less intense. But the destruction of the hotel was very complete. It's always just like, what? I'll fucking kill you. And then they're just like <laughs> having it out, like like having it out, man. And I know that's like in its DNA, so this is like a dumb observation. But I was like, go back to Chloe being funny. Like I was like, I was like, where's where's Michael Pena? Like I didn't really mm-hmm. even care at that point. Like I, all I Tom and Jerry came in second to adjust adjust a bubbly little watch. Isn't that fun? And Katie, you said the opposite, right? Was I did? Tom I did say the opposite. And, and I think that is. I think when I like the when i was like seeing reviews come out that is the hardest thing it's two movies in one um Mm -hmm. and i feel like you're usually having to pick which one you're which one you're enjoying um i think a kid loves this i bet a kid loves this movie yeah i bet yeah i think so yeah Yeah, i I think there's a lot to appeal to a kid here yeah i'm just saying that i feel like that's the hardest the i think they handle it well and i think that they they really did their best um and i feel like this is a this is a good solid movie but i still don't i don't it, it didn't i don't think it's a home run it's not a home run but yeah. it, it's a it's probably like benefiting hardcore it's i feel like it's gonna get like twice as many eyeballs if not three times just but for having it available on streaming like good for this movie because it could have easily gotten buried and now well i guess it's not like it's an indie flick wp makes more money but you know what i'm saying like well, it, yeah, and I feel like it's like Sonic. Like I don't. I feel like um, Sonic, Sonic is a much buried. Sonic's a much better movie than this. Like just it, yeah, but right? I feel like it's like the like Sonic. Everyone was like ah, the teeth ah, and like had oh, so yeah. many things. They and went like, back and fixed it for yeah, everybody. Um, but I I feel like the movies like this usually get overshadowed by Pixar mm-hmm. by Disney and I and I feel like um, uh, I think it's just like a a good reminder that they are doing actually good work like. I like that this I, animation company exists. Yeah, totally. It's good stuff. Yeah. 
I definitely think it deserves more than the 25% it currently has on Rotten Ooh, Tomatoes. Ooh, 25? 25? That's crazy. Yeah. That seems, that seems way too low, man. That seems for bitter sure. for people who are... are... Maybe it's it's like this would be if I was a no, because I'm, I'm like, is it like watching? Would it be like watching a rom com or watching Wonder Woman? I'm curious if Wonder Woman has a better percentage than this because probably that's annoying to me. That's way more annoying. I feel like if you go into Tom and Jerry thinking it's uh, gonna be anything other than this. Well, I yeah for sure, but maybe uh, it's the. Go Sorry, ahead, Wonder Woman 1984 currently has 60% in Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, serviceable. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, no, Kayla, it's you not. you that movie. Well, now I'm, like, curious. I'm like, what? What? what's 25% to you, world? I think that it's I'll just a lot of people, again, like, like, our first reaction upon seeing this movie is I think the general concept, like, that hits people... In kind of like a, ah, man, really kind of way. And I think if you're not able to move past that, you're just going to have a bad time. I also think that there's... Family movies in general don't have a track record of being beloved by critics. That's just not... If you're making a family movie like this, it's probably not going to be a critically acclaimed kind of flick. This... What this sets out to do is to entertain families. And I think, I mean, I don't have a family of my own, but I I would imagine that this would succeed on those grounds. Oh, 100%. I show this to my nanny kids and they'll be like, ooh! Um, Especially (laughs) because they love Scooby-Doo. I feel like this was easier Mm -hmm. to follow than Scoob, too. I feel like we keep tying it into that because that was kind of an early Max release. Yeah. Sort of. Well, that's because it's like Scoob was like all it had deep. Scoob cuts. was like the third movie in the cuts. series for some reason. Yeah. Even though it was the first. But it would it had all of those mm-hmm. other characters that I never it's heard. Like, of. All right. But this this they really were like Tom and Jerry. They do their thing, but like just a cat and a mouse at this hotel. Hanging out, chilling. New York is cool. He's I'm just, like, it is. I love that. Like, I love that the idea was they both needed money, and then he, Jerry decides that he wants to be prostitute. He he wants to take the money from Tom. Tom actually has like a crazy skill of a piano player, and Jerry's just like, I need money, and then yeah. he starts mm-hmm. dancing and like takes it. Is little Jerry a good bird. character? No, they're little shitbirds. You know, they both. Well, Tom's yeah. But Tom, actually, Tom's not always great either. Tom, I probably has anger issues. Tom's not perfect. They both have anger issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they both beat the living shit out of each other. That's why I said they have anger <laughs> issues. Do you have anything else to say about about the latest the latest release from HBO Max slash WB into theaters and our homes? No, it's just that, like, again, I think you got, like, with most things we cover on the show, it's all about how you come out the movie. So if you come out this movie with the idea of, like, oh, okay, this is, you know, people need to, Hollywood's building things off of properties these days, so you're gonna get what you're gonna get, and this is actually a good one. It's good and entertaining, and it's something that you could watch with your family if you have one, or just chilling in your apartment. Yeah, I mean, what else are you doing? Yeah, if you want to laugh and laugh at movies and, like, uh, jokes about movies, it's a good time. It's a very good time. It's, uh... Mm-hmm. What? 
And, and maybe critics should um, remember that people have families. And uh, like, these are people have families, and, and, and they should watch Rockadoodle. And yeah, then remember. no shit. <laughs> you know, it's crazy to think that Taylor's like these movies are dead because of Rockadoodle, and then I'm watching Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's alive, baby. It's back. <laughs> I I just think that they should redo it. Give us a little. Well, bit. this is we no Roger Rabbit. Elvis. This is better than Rockadoodle, but it's not as good as Roger Rabbit. You got to find those sweet spots, right? Mm, oh yeah, there is another thing. I wanted to mention uh chloe grace mortez i think does a fabulous job and i think that this could open up a totally different avenue for her acting wise like i I think this is pretty fun she has some real comedic chops and uh apparently she did take part of her acting cues from watching roger rabbit so oh wonderful she's a genius man no i mean it played too and i you know gave me young emma stone vibes like emma mm -hmm. when she was doing easy a yeah, I mean, she was good mm-hmm. as a kid in Hugo. She was funny in Neighbors too. Um, classic and anything. I mean, fucking Greta was my shit. Like, oh my god, did I love Greta? Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'm a big person. No, I don't think that's true. Not the only person, but I don't think that movie was watched by many. It wasn't big, but I mean, oh well. So, but you know, the more more eyes on Chloe, the better. Um, she did a thing I remember a few years ago when like she like dropped out of all of the movies on her slate and like like mm-hmm. and then like revamped or something it was interesting um but i'll watch her in anything so i'm easy yeah she's very charming very she was very very funny in it she she carried she carried the weight very very well on oh, something yeah. that's Easily. really like i can't imagine how much actually work like making a movie like this is for actors too that i'm like i feel like that is that's way more impressive than uh, sometimes the gravitas of a dr- of a drama. Well, it's like if you work with if you if you get directed by Scorsese when you're like eight, everything you do after that is probably like Pretty. gravy, water under the 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 dam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is probably true. All right, what well, way to go, Chloe? Good job, Chloe. Good job, Chloe. Woo woo woo. Yay. Katie, do you have any extra credits? I uh, let me see. I was trying to think of. I just My recently started Tom. watching um, Carmen San Diego on Netflix, Ooh. and um, I'm only about two episodes in, but it's very, very good. There's a uh, they're play they're doing some very interesting things with the characters' backstory, and it's very mm-hmm. slick, very cool, uh, very easy watch. Uh, highly recommend it. The first season is only, if I recall, like nine episodes. It's not very long, so I definitely would say uh, go check that out. It's a good time. I also um, finished reading Howl's Moving Castle this week, or listening to the audiobook, Whoa. and um, I I had such a great time with that. And it was also really funny to go back and watch the the Ghibli movie because they're wildly different. Um, uh, but I think that they're both very good in their own way. You are um, astounding to listen to that and watch it. <laughs> mm. You, that's awesome. Thank you. That, what about you guys? I watched Coming to America for the first yeah, time. Yeah, Taylor never seen Coming <laughs> oh. to America, and the sequel is coming out on Prime like this week. So mm-hmm. Luke just got a 4K player, um, so we, Luke bought Coming to America. They had the Steel Book on 4K. Yeah. It looked it looked visually just a- appetizing. Um, mm-hmm. Very hilarious. I it will be interesting to see how they handle. Um, what is, I think, a little bit of a humor that is not um, 
probably humor john landis comedies and national lampoon and stuff like that and you know so it's, that it, stuff isn't gonna comedies of the 60s 70s and 80s are not the same as the comedies today so we'll see but eddie murphy and Arsen- uh arsenio hall are phenomenal yeah and i will that that was a master class it's a un- master class yeah. um so I was I enjoyed that very very much. What did I watch? Oh, I mean, oh, Superman and Lois uh, yes. is the new CW show. Uh, Tyler Hecklin has has been Superman and Supergirl and, and in some of the CW verse crossovers, uh, and Bitsy Tulloch is uh, playing uh, Lois Lane and she has before, but they're doing this like take where. Uh, Clark is like going back to the like living his his parents are both like his mom just passes away and he goes back to live on the farm even though he's actively Superman and he's they've got these two sons like these two twin boys and one of them is like on the spectrum and the other one's like a total jock and he's not on the spectrum oh. what do they say yeah society uh I don't I, okay that's not how I remembered it but regardless um they have two sons and uh mm. It, which is a kind of a take, and uh, they're they're kind of given like doing their their own thing, which is nice. It's not really Smallville. It's not really the same soapiness of the uh, the other Berlanti shows. So I'll be intrigued to see what they do. And like all in this recap, they did a lot of neat homages and Easter eggs. Like they like reenacted the cover of Co- Action Comics one with like Superman catching like that green like car and shit, which was really nice. Uh, I think I think Tyler Hecklin is super charming, so I hope that um, this show doesn't get like shit on by people, so it gets a couple seasons. Yeah, I think it reminded Luke of of Smallville and his favorite movie, and also like Bla- Lo- Batman versus Superman. Of course, of course, and also like Lois and Clark, which is like a sillier like not like nineties uh, like take on it too. Like just it, it felt pretty warm and and nice, but also. Uh, trying to play toward like a teenage audience with the the kids storyline. They too. cover a lot of stuff too, yeah. like a lot of uh, things that I think are uh, like for society today. That I thought they handled. I think we both agreed they handled really well. And they're not fucking around. Like this is Superman in the suit. Like, like we're not we're not wasting any time with that. So I think that'll be really intriguing. Yeah. Wa division's crazy. There's only at, by the time this is posted it'll probably be over my brain will be all over the floor just mind blown <laughs> but uh mm-hmm. uh so far it's been quite a journey that's all i'll say <laughs> without being mm-hmm. spoily but that's all i got i don't think I'll, i'm rewatching gilmore girls and i love it love it love it love it love it and luke's what kind of watching it for the first time which he, i thought he, for the first time yeah but it's been a while and, and you didn't you i don't think you paid attention very much and you're always surprised by the humor it's very funny very funny but that's it i don't think i watch anything else with that being said <laughs> i'm luke taylor i'm katie grotzinger and i'm taylor taylor you have a good one folks <laughs>